0: I have a question for you today. What do you need to lay aside? Have you embraced bad attitudes, ugly habits, or maybe compromising behavior as part of your life? If so, then today's teaching is especially for you. Join me, Carol McLeod, as we grow in our faith and in our walk with the Lord in this Bible study from the book of James entitled, Never, Never, Never Give Up, Welcome to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. Therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness, in humility, receive the word implanted, which is able to save your souls. I want to encourage you in the Lord today. Don't focus on what is wrong with others, but focus on what you need to improve in your life. Put it aside. It says in James 1.21, put aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness. Now this phrase, lay aside all all filthiness is a Greek word, and it's the Greek word riparian, and it means obnoxiously filthy. The word for wickedness in James 1.21 comes from this same Greek word, riparian, and this form of the word actually portrays a man whose body and clothes are so encrusted with filth that he emits a disgusting odor to everyone Nearby, do you know what James is describing in this verse? He's describing bad attitudes that permeate every part of our lives, he's describing a pessimistic person, a downbeat, negative, uncooperative, gloomy, and cynical person. When we put those things on, when we display those things in our life, the Holy Spirit through James is saying, you just flat stink. There's an odor about you that's making me gag. James is telling all of us in the past 2,000 years that we stink when we keep these things on display in our lives. And do you know what happens when you stink? You drive people away from you with your obnoxious odor. I'll never forget when my children were little, the boys especially didn't agree with my idea of maternal hygiene. And it was a perpetual battle between this mama and my three lively boys. I was always telling them, brush your teeth, wash your hair, put on deodorant, wash between your toes, wash behind your ears. And when my two older boys played football in high school, let me tell you, there is no smell like a football smell in 90 plus degree weather in the South. And often when I would pick my two older boys up from practice, the younger kids wouldn't want to ride with me. So rife, so foul was the smell in our van. One hot August day, I I picked the two older boys up at their high school. They'd been to two football practices that day, and they had worn the same clothes to both practices. We rode the 10 minutes home with all of the windows open. Honestly, I wanted them to put their feet out the window, but I'm more of an obsessive safety mother than I am a hygienic mother, so I allowed them to keep their feet in my van. And one of my boys ran upstairs, to quick take a shower. And I knew he was going to come down sparkling, clean hair, clean armpits, clean feet. I couldn't wait. But when he got out of the shower, he couldn't find any clean clothes. And so do you know what he did? he put his old clothes back on. That's right. He put the ones back on that he had just worn to two football practices in nearly 100 degree weather that very day. He put the clothes back on that he had tackled in, that he had sweat in, that other boys sweat was on. He put those old stinky clothes on his clean body. I started to be quick to speak and quick to anger when the Holy Spirit stopped me and told me to look and to smell because what was happening in my home was a picture of us who are born again. We've been washed clean by the blood of the Lamb. Clean, all of us. Clean, sparkling clean. And then we put back on our Old stinking attitudes. Who does that? Well, sad to say, we all do that. James 121 says to put aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness. This phrase putting aside is better translated lay apart, deliberately push away wrong heart attitudes. Put them so far out of range that you will never pick them up again. Be humble enough to say, God, show me my dirty clothes. Show me what I need to push away. And you know what? He will. He will reveal those things to you when you ask him to. And when he shows you what they are, push those things far away. He might show you that you're critical of your spouse. Push it away. He might show you that you're grumpy with your parents. Push it far away. He might show you that you're too hard on your kids. Push it far away. God might show you that you gossip, that you're critical, that you have a problem with judgment. Would you push those things far away? don't put them back on your clean body. You have been washed clean by the blood of Calvary. One of the reasons why you need to listen well when God shows you these things is so that the word that has been given will be implanted and it won't implant itself unless you hear it, unless you you listen to it. Now that we've studied that verse, let me read to you James 121 one more time. Therefore, putting aside all filthiness and all that remains of wickedness, in humility, receive the word implanted, which is able to save your souls. James 122. But prove yourselves doers of the word and not merely hearers who delude themselves. So we're going to look at two words in this verse. We're going to look at the word doers and we're going to look at the word hearers. Let's let's start a little bit backwards. Let's start by looking at the word hearers. Often I hear women say that they're bored with their spiritual lives. Now, I can't imagine it, but I can tell you why they're bored. There's only one valid reason for being bored with Christianity. It's because knowledge without application eventually becomes boring and unfulfilling every single time. If all you do is sit and listen, listen and hear without ever responding, without ever taking any positive steps toward applying the word of God to your life, you will be bored, my sisters and brothers. You will be fat, overfed, and bored. All you will do is burp. If there's anything that can be called a Christian couch potato, that will will be you sitting on a Christian couch with the Holy Spirit remote, flipping from church to church, sermon to sermon, next new thing being taught. And while you sit there, you burp your noxious odor all around. You need to do more than hear. You need to do more than just listen. You need to get up off the couch and start loving people. You need to start serving God. God's word was never meant only to be heard. It was always meant to be acted upon by the people who heard it taught. If all you do is sit and listen, listen and sit, you will become so oversaturated that you will lose your zeal. We become bored with Christianity when we're not doing the word that we have heard preached. Applying the word of God to your life will call you to a serious yet exciting prayer life. Doing the word of God will call you to crucify your flesh. Obeying the word of God will challenge you to be a generous and lavish giver. Applying the word of God to your life will call you to a place of humility in loving difficult people. And honey, I am here to tell you today that there is nothing boring about loving difficult people. Now this word hearers is the Greek word akrotes, and it means people who audited a class rather than taking it for credit. Students who audit classes have no intention of applying the knowledge that they're being taught. They're only hearers who listen only for entertainment, not to be changed, not to be tested on it, and not to apply it. Now, let's talk about doers of the word. This word for doers is the Greek word poetes. And it's the same Greek word used for poet or someone who is creative. Did you know that doing the word of God often takes great creativity, doesn't it? We must find or create ways to do, to apply the Word of God. We must put forth our fullest creative abilities to do what we have heard preached. We cannot passively hope that the Word will make a difference in us. We must get creative and and put the preached word into a practical and daily application in our lives. The good news is this, that the Lord isn't short on creativity, is he? And when you partner with him, he has all sorts of grand ideas for you to be a doer of the word. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at JustJoyMinistries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at JustJoyMinistries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.